Welcome to season two of the Anchored by the Sword podcast. I'm Gina and I'm so excited to have you guys join me every week to hear about the freedom stories that God has created through the lives of these individuals. You will find something in each of these stories to glean from to help you in your walk with God or to even begin your walk with God. So let's go. Let's do this. Take a listen and share with your people. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another week of the Anchored by the Sword podcast. I'm so excited to introduce Vanessa Carlson to you guys. And if you hear a child in the background, it is Adora, her beautiful daughter, which she'll tell you more about throughout this conversation. So, Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, if you do hear the baby in the background, this is the first baby we've ever had on the podcast. She is 10 months and teething, so she's got her toys and she's ready to rock and roll. (laughs) So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? As Gina mentioned, we have our 10-month-old daughter now. Um, She's our little miracle baby. We've been trying for for quite some time now, a few years, about six years. Um, And I've been happily married uh, to my husband, Raider Carlson. And we actually just celebrated our 10th anniversary in March. So we've been married 10 years, and we've been here in Ohio over about five years now. Uh, We moved here specifically to start our gyms. Mm -hmm. I'm Lady Super Fitness in North Canton, and we also have another gym in Stowe. Uh Yeah, and I'm also a physical therapist, um, and I took a different route, as you can see. Uh, So I just really have a passion for, you know, teaching, educating, empowering women um, to really live their best, healthiest lives. Yeah. That's awesome. Adora agrees. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you get into all this? Um, well, we, as I mentioned, um, I was doing physical therapy. I worked in various settings, outpatient, skilled nursing, the hospital. My favorite was industrial in South Carolina. And while we were living in South Carolina, we had the opportunity to open our first gym, which okay. was a... 30-minute circuit boxing, kickboxing gym. It was a franchise. And this is not, Lady Super Fitness is not a franchise. But we were a part of a franchise, and we did very well. So Mm -hmm. my husband um, learned that business, and we decided to become owners. And I transitioned from full-time physical therapist to part-time. And then I really realized this has been my dream that God has put in my heart. And so I took the leap of faith, or we took the leap of faith, and I went from full-time physical therapist to full-time business owner. And we did very well there. Um, and so, but we realized that we wanted to grow and expand, um, and we really couldn't do that there. Mm-hmm. And so um, God's hand was in, it, was in it all because we met our friend, who's also our partner, mm-hmm. um, who's also an investor, and he knew of our reputation, he knew of, you know, um, how we did in South Carolina and the powers combined. He's from Ohio. Uh-huh. And so the powers combined, it was actually his idea. He said, you know, have you ever thought about a ladies gym? Because our gym back then was co-ed. Mm-hmm. And I said, no. Um, and, then, <laughs> and, um, and then it was our idea to include the personal training because we felt like people just don't know mm-hmm. what they don't know. And right. a lot of things I was seeing in the clinics Um, or even an industrial setting, could be prevented via education. Um, And so we decided to move to Ohio and start this brand. And the rest is history. (laughs) (laughs) 
And how many years did you say you've been up here? Um, five years. Five years. Yep, we've been up here five years. Mm-hmm. And we don't have any family here besides our members and our staff. Uh-huh. Uh, but yep, it's just us. It's been so good. I know I've been a member here. I don't go as much as I should, but you know. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's all good. That's all right. <laughs> I said, I think a lot of people feel like they have to do it on their own, and I think the support really helps, mm-hmm. you know, and learning um, and just giving yourself grace um, and working out, even if, like, I tell some ladies, there's seasons that are harder than others, yes. right? There's certain seasons that you're like, wow, I'm getting in three, four times a week, and there's certain seasons like, wow, okay, I made it in one time, and that's okay, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just continuing to move forward um, and not dwell on, oh, I messed up, or, oh, I didn't make it, or you know, because we're not meant to carry all that. Right, right. So... I know there's a lot of different facets to your story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk about how you became free. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember you asked me that a few months ago, and I was like, ooh, that's an that's a interesting uh, topic or discussion. Um, and so and what's interesting is that I didn't even realize that I wasn't free. I didn't realize that I was I, you know, I'm going to use the word bondage, that I was being weighed down. and But I was subconsciously searching. Like, I remember in college, an undergrad, you know, visiting different churches and asking questions of my friends who, you know, were open with their faith. And um, and I, at the end of the day, in my quiet time, in my alone time, I was very sad. So if you saw me on the surface, I was, you know, always a really great student, hard worker, had multiple jobs, working in the gym, um, anything that... I wanted to achieve I did you know Mm -hmm. I just I was a go-getter I I would still consider myself a go-getter but at the end of the day you could even ask my mom like why are you so sad you know so I just Mm -hmm. had this empty feeling this longing and looking back you know in high school um, and even in college I was in relationships that I really shouldn't have been in Mm -hmm. um, really searching for love and and at that time if you would have told me that oh Vanessa you're searching for love no I'm not I know what I'm doing I am woman hear me roar you know Mm -hmm. I I got myself together I'm independent I'm a strong woman blah 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 Um, (laughs) at the end of the day I was sad I was constantly heartbroken Um, one relationship not working out thinking I was going to marry this person um, and really you know having making these choices being intimate sharing my body um, and I really shouldn't have been but I thought it was okay because I was in love and I was making my own choices and um, you know one heartbreak after another heartbreak I remember um, in grad school now so now mind you this is probably about five six years into this you know vicious cycle Uh, in grad school um, kind of hitting my low I remember having these three rules of, you know, not dating anyone younger than me, not dating anyone that I work with or go to school with, and, you know, not moving too fast, and I broke all my rules. And again, I was left heartbroken. At this time, it was different. I felt really low. My daughter's agreeing with me. She's like, Mom, what were you doing? But I felt really low and very depressed and sad, and it was a very hard time. I just didn't understand why I was so willing to just give my body mm-hmm. away, get, you know, and just dive into the next relationship, like, oh, he's the one, you know, this is going to work out, and my good friend at the time said, you know, Vanessa, I've been going to church, oh, okay. I've been going to church, and I, and remember the pastor telling me, you know, you really have to let go and let God, mm-hmm. and looking back, you know, I was raised in the Catholic church, 
So I believed in God, right? But right. even now, I can say, you know, a lot of people, or even, you know, there's a saying, even the demons believe in God, you know? Right. But I didn't have a relationship. I didn't understand what that meant. Mm-hmm. And so I remember thinking, okay, you know, I've been doing this my way. I'm not going to date. I'm just going to take a break. I'm just not going to try. I just wanted to meet my husband so bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I just had this desire. And that was in the month of February. And I remember... Um, just crying in the car. It was a stormy day, and I didn't want to get out of my car to go home because I didn't want to get wet. And I just let out this gut wrenching prayer, like, "If you're there, I know you see me." And I just let it all out, you know. Mm-hmm. And I remember not understanding, but I had this peace. And the next few weeks were so much better. Um, fast forward, I went on a destination cruise because my friend was getting married, and I actually met my husband on that cruise and when he started talking to me he uh I remember we went out dancing and in him specifically saying you know I've had I'll let him tell you his story but Mm -hmm. he's like I don't want your body I want your heart and I was like oh he's full of it you know (laughs) like but no he was the real deal and fast forward we started dating when we came back to the states um, I was in grad school. He had just gotten back from Iraq and Afghanistan. He would come to my school and take me out to lunch. And he actually bought tickets to a conference in um, Lake Champion, upstate New York. The Brooklyn Tabernacle was having a, um, a, was a young adult retreat. And I had been to retreats before as a young child with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. But I had actually <clears throat> forgotten what that was like. And when he took me to this retreat, I was going kicking and screaming, y'all. I was just, I'm not going. I'm busy. I have this going on. I have that going on. But at that retreat, the very first worship service, I was flooded with memories as a child, being with my grandmother and being with her worshiping in church and being with her in her Bible studies and being with her on these retreats. And I was just floored. I'm like, this is so different, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I stayed with the girls in their cabin. He stayed with the guys. And it was actually, what's interesting, I'm going to get to the, the freedom point in just a second, but it was actually during that weekend he proposed. Wow. Which was amazing. We had been dating five months. And the day he proposed, this is how good God is, there was a guest speaker. I believe the pastor was from either Chicago or Detroit. I can't remember. But during the sermon, he was talking about courting and dating. And I can't remember exactly everything he said, But I remember he was hitting every nerve in my body. My Uh spinal cord was on fire. I'm like, how does this guy know what I've done? How did he know who I was dating? How did he know that I was feeling these things and wanting these things and thinking these things? And I remember his exact words. You have a father. You have a father in heaven that loves you. You have a father in heaven that's waiting for you. That You have a father in heaven that wants a relationship with you. And I kid you not, Gina... I was sitting next to my husband, or, you know, soon-to-be husband at that time, ugly crying, just, like, really ugly crying. I don't think he's ever seen me cry like that until that day, and I ran to the altar. You know, I've never heard that term or expression being saved until that day. I've never Mm -hmm. heard that term or expression allowing Jesus into your heart. I never, when he said, you have a father, and and I just had always longed for that. You know, and I think looking back, I can see why I was kind of wanting that attention or acceptance really acceptance from another man or another mm-hmm. young man at the time. And so that was my that my freedom 
moment of just everything I had been carrying and questioning and wondering and trying to seek out just in that moment found it and what's funny is after all of that um you know the girls that I was you know cabining with were praying for me and uh my husband finally came to me later and said you're not saved and I was like, what? He's like, all this time I've been talking to you about the Bible. Now, mind you, I was raised Catholic, you know, right. so I wasn't, you know, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, it wasn't foreign to me. Right. And it was interesting to hear him speak because he was always reading the Bible, but I had mm-hmm. never read the Bible. You know, I didn't understand the difference between relationship and religion. Right. I didn't understand, like, I just never had that connection until that moment. Okay. Um, and since then, it's been a journey, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just growing my relationship with Jesus. And it hasn't been perfect, you know. Um, we're called to abide in Him because we can't do anything on our own. Right. And I was so used to doing everything on my own, you know, mm-hmm. making choices and decisions. So learning to really walk in surrender, and it's so much easier than doing it on my own. Yeah, that was a great story. Who'd have known that... Um, Right after you prayed that, that you would find your husband. Exactly. God, God knows what He's doing. For sure. For sure. <laughs> How does He continue to show Himself to you? Well, as I hold my daughter, um, sitting in our gym. Right, mm-hmm. we were forced to close for about seventy days, um, and we had op- we had just opened our second location. Um, we were maybe six months open with that one, mm-hmm. um, and things were going really, really well. And 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 even now. While we were forced to close, we had no income coming in, and my husband, you know, was taking part-time jobs, and we were literally just how we're going to eat. You know, we have a baby on the way that we've been praying for for so long, and God provided. People sent us gifts, food, checked in on us. Um, I mean, her whole bedroom are gifts from people, from blankets to burping cloths to clothes to sheets you know uh-huh. and so and the fact that our gyms are doing well and our members are supporting us that's a testament to god you know these are his mm-hmm. gyms right um and the fact that we have a door and we've been wanting her or wanting a child for so long uh when I, every time i look at her i know that god is just faithful and mm-hmm. he's good and so even if I didn't have her, I remember getting to the point where, you know, it's like, okay, one year, two years, three years. Mm-hmm. I had to get to that, not had to, but I remember getting to that point where, like, you know what, God, your will, not mine. Mm-hmm. Your will, not, at the end of the day, you are doing things behind the scenes that I don't even know about. Mm-hmm. You know, your ways are higher than my ways. Your thoughts higher than my thoughts. Um, and so you can't put God in a box. Right. And just like at the end of the day, as long as I'm in your will and we're doing what you want us to do, you know, you, we just have joy in that. And mm-hmm. just trust and trusting is the hardest thing, right? Faith is, it is. It's, it's learning to walk by faith and not by sight, you know. And I remember when what's interesting, when I found out I was pregnant, we had just opened our second location. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my goodness, you know, and <laughs> and when the gyms were when I remember getting the, the news that we had to close, I said, all right, God, I mean, we were scared, 
but he has a plan. We just, every time I would get scared or start to go into that flesh default of, what are we going to do? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, all right, God, you brought us here. You right. brought us to Ohio. Ohio is not on our radar by, <laughs> by any means. We don't, don't know anyone in Ohio besides our friend and business partner. Um, and so you did not bring us this far to fail. Mm-hmm. So help us walk through this. And he does. Mm-hmm. He carries us. <laughs> he maybe pulls us. Um, but, you know, he wants us to come to him. So, um, like I said, just, you know, the growth in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can honestly say we love each other more now than we did when we first met. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, working together, you know, and being in business together, is, is a, it's very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very rewarding, but it is hard and yeah. it takes, it takes work and, but he, he's our third cord. He keeps us together. So, um, what is an anchor verse that, um, has held you down through everything you've been through? I think for me throughout the various seasons of, um, you know, taking the leap of faith from full-time physical therapist to full-time business owner and, you know, going from being married to being married and working together mm-hmm. and then not having a child and living through, uh, you know, this pandemic and, and various seasons. The one anchor verse that has always been with me, um, looking back 10 years ago, is Matthew six thirty three, mm-hmm. um, And I think because the word says, you know, seek first the kingdom of God. You know, mm-hmm. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And for me... I would always seek whatever tangible thing, whether mm-hmm. it was a diploma or a promotion or business. Um, and so that keeps me focused and anchored on what is really important, you know, having an eternal perspective. Because when we go and we die, none of this stuff we're going to take with us. But I right. want to make sure that, you know, I was a good steward with whatever he has given me. And I did what he purposed for me to do. Because before I was even here, before you were even here, he knew us. You know, isn't that right. amazing? You know, before he put us in our mother's womb, he knew us. Like, mm-hmm. We knew him, you know. And so uh, seeking for us his kingdom and that word righteousness took me a, a little bit to really understand. Because none of us. You know, I, I would always use the term, I'm a good person, or he's a good person, or she's a good person. You know, but what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. By what standard? You know, by our standard? No, it's it's the fact that we accept Jesus Christ into our heart. So God doesn't see us. He sees him mm-hmm. through us, you know. And so, um, you know, right side up living, not by my standard or what's right and wrong, but what does the word say? Mm-hmm. You know, before the beginning there was the word, and what does Jesus say? Mm-hmm. Um, so that verse of seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, um, and then everything else will be added on. You know, mm-hmm. he he knows our needs, you know, more than we know our needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I right. look at my daughter, and I know I could see her getting frustrated when I take something away, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, man, mm-hmm. how many times do I do that to God <laughs> when he takes something away from me? Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I would say Matthew six thirty three. Is there anything else you would want to tell them um, to give them encouragement? I would say for me in, in this, these last 10 years of really just seeking the Lord and <laughs> is that we don't have to do life alone. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, I know for me, it's like signs that I'm going the wrong way is that I'm isolating myself mm-hmm. um, or, you know, finding myself short-tempered or prideful so we talk about the fruit right Mm -hmm. um you know that being in the vine 
know, we are the tree, or we are the branches, excuse me, he is the vine. So we can't bear any good fruit, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, faithfulness, goodness, gentleness. We can't do that on our own. And when I find myself not bearing that fruit, or if they find yourself not bearing that fruit, and you experiencing those other emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember reading that if we cannot control our emotions, we can't control our mind. And sometimes I know as a person, as a woman, I can be, I can feel so overwhelmed with emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of maybe running to the Lord or even having that, you know, sister that I can go to and she can pray for me or pray over me, um, I try to handle it mm-hmm. by myself. And so I guess I just want to encourage you remind you that we're not meant to do it alone and and god and jesus is a gentleman um he's waiting for us and it's interesting i remember specifically uh being pregnant by myself and my my husband was working and we had just moved and the gyms were closed and i was literally by myself with my thoughts and just crying and praying like lord i need a friend i need i need someone i can talk to you know we couldn't see people we couldn't Mm -hmm. see our friends we couldn't go out and uh, I got a text message from my good friend Brenda Scons, and uh-huh. she just said, "You are on my heart. That's oh, God. Yeah, absolutely. you know what I mean. Uh-huh. That's God. And and you know, and and He will do the same for you. Maybe mm-hmm. you somebody else or you something else. Uh, but yeah, we're not meant to do this alone. And He loves you, um, no matter what you've done. I remember I'm like, I've been such a wretched. You know, I've made all these choices, and that's not His will for me." But he loves you. He gives you that grace, and he will send people or things to you to help you. And you don't have to do it alone. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. And you too, Adora. (laughs) (laughs) It's a joy. So it was great having you on. And tell me how people can connect with you. Oh, yes. So um, like I mentioned, we have our gym. So you could always just pop in the gym or go on ladiesuperfitness.com to check us out. But we also, during the pandemic, started a YouTube channel called Hey Fit Mom. Um, It's a service women who are pregnant or postpartum. And honestly, um, the workouts on there I've been doing and I... I'm obviously not pregnant anymore, so for any woman, Mm -hmm. you can go on there, and it's free. Um, So really great workouts, but they can, yep, definitely come into the gym or check us out online on ladiesuperfitness.com or check out our Hey Fit Mom YouTube channel. All right. Awesome, and I will put links to all of that in the show notes, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Anchored by the Sword podcast. I'm so blessed and grateful that you have taken your time to listen to this episode and to allow the freedom stories of the individual to be a part of your day. So let me know what you loved about the episode by heading over to the Instagram page at Anchored by the Sword podcast or over to the Facebook page for Anchored by the Sword and let's have a conversation. Also, I would really appreciate it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts to rate and review this episode so that other people can find this podcast. So blessed to have you here. Have an amazing week. God bless.